0: Uh, Welcome to episode 8 of Football Thunders Again, sponsored by The Proper Blokes Club Uh, Visit them on their website www.theproperblokesclub.co.uk They are walking to help men's mental health They've also got a Facebook page Find out more where you can join up with them Uh, Find them on Facebook and on their website It's our first time in the studio together All three of us, normally we're on Zoom But welcome Ryan Scott Hello Dan Finch Hello And me, Pete Finch. On this podcast, we're going to be looking, uh, it's a special one, we're going to be looking at our uh, all-time England 11s, uh, bearing in mind some some of us are a little bit older than the rest and some are a little bit younger. I mean, bless. Uh, and also, uh, underrated players, overrated players, and I think we'd, we're also looking at the England game on this one as well. Yeah, are we going to have a look at the? Oh, that's going to get salty, isn't it?
1: <laughs> Should we start with the England game then? Let's not start with the England game. <laughs> <what I'm>
0: <laughs> let's not. Let's go through it. Who's going to go first? Do you want me to go first with my England? Yeah, heaven? go on.
1: Age
2: before so beauty. I, we won't know after your team because we weren't live. Age before beauty. Go on shit before shovel someone would say <laughs> uh,
0: right, see, so these are players I've seen play on the whole as well I've actually seen these players so goalkeeper I had choices here I got Peter Shilton 125 caps but I've gone for Gordon Banks 73 caps the best goalkeeper in the world any comments on, um, on Golden Banks any arguments with Gordon Banks because I've picked all the keepers that you can pick
2: from I've got Gordon Banks so uh, when Gordon Banks was playing football I don't even think I was thought of so no I don't really have no, a comment.
0: You, I can I can tell you, you weren't even thought of, and, and neither were you.
1: <laughs> no, but I have actually seen Peter Shilton play. Uh, it's a tough choice, whichever one you're going to pick. So you can't argue with either when you put them in.
0: Well, I, I think Golden Banks just it, uh, Peter, it uh, pisses over Peter Shilton every day of the week. Seriously,
1: 125 he, times.
0: Well, well, Gordon Banks had 73 caps, and the reason he's he ended uh, he stopped playing is he had a car crash and lost his left eye. So that's why. Okay. Uh, left back.
1: I, I thought about Stuart Pearce. I'm um, spoilers. Stuart Pearce makes my left back. So, yeah, who guy. did you pick instead? Hang
2: on. I, I, what are you? I I wasn't old enough to watch Stuart Pearce play football.
1: You Euro not. Oh no no. He's born
2: in ninety six. <laughs> yeah. here
0: Yeah. Uh, but I've gone for Kenny Sansom. Oh. I don't know uh, an Arsenal player, <laughs> ex Arsenal and ex uh, but uh, ex-Arsenal player, he was uh, best back. The other one I was looking at was, you don't know this guy either, Mick Mills. So older people will know Mick Mills, who was before Kenny Sampson, 1970s. He was the England captain. So I've gone for Kenny Sampson at left back. Right back. Now, I had several,
1: several options, but I've gone for Gary Neville. Oh, yeah, I can't argue with you. Surprise, surprise. He's going to be in mine and all. Uh, we'll get to mine after Pete's done his back line. But yeah, he's... One of the most consistent full backs in England history You can't argue with it
0: Another choice uh, I had at Gary, uh, was Gary Stevens Who again you wouldn't know
2: But uh, Gary Neville, what do you think Dan? Yeah, a spoiler as Ryan said, he makes mine too The only other was Glenn Johnson And I'm not picking Glenn Johnson So Gary Neville walks it in Because I can't quite justify Luke Young can I?
0: You can, you can make an argument <laughs> for Luke Young But, but the, purely the fact that he's a Charlton player Means no uh, No you can't make an argument sure, for him, it, But really? um, I don't think but um yeah gary neville uh it's just consistent and uh, 85 caps it's not bad uh, the the centre- centre-backs right i've met one of them terry
1: butcher yeah can't argue with that one he's a hero everyone remembers the blood drenched image poland. poland yeah absolutely can't argue with that one terry butcher
2: i know the i know the image <laughs> okay and i much. and i know terry butcher's england career um but not one that featured in my lifetime so out well, you're knackered on the next one. Uh, his, his
0: defensive partner is Bobby Moore.
1: Oh, you can't argue with it. It's, it's Bobby Moore. What, what more can you say? The man's a legend. Even I know who Bobby Moore is, and I've seen old uh, black and white fo- uh, photos and black and white video before you had knew what a colour TV was. Yeah,
0: we didn't even have a TV back in those days.
1: I
2: don't even think I was alive when Bobby Moore passed away, sadly. So I let alone know him yeah, yeah, play football. I don't even think he was okay. alive. Bless him.
0: Well, people of a certain age, but I was also looking at Des Walker in there because he was... I love Des Walker. Underrated. Underrated centre-back and got uh, crucified by Graham Taylor. Graham Taylor, what Graham Taylor did to Des Walker to finish his England career was criminal.
1: Underrated, yes, but when you look at some of the centre-backs we've had since his time, he's not making it for me.
0: Did you see him at Italia 90?
1: Yes, I also watched him play in Italy. He was fantastic, but... The, there's, I've got two others in my team that would walk in ahead of him Okay
0: okay. Uh, right wing, oh no, I'm going to go left wing I've got John Barnes I think left wing is really difficult Throughout the years as an England supporter I can't remember any outstanding Colin Bell was played out in the left wing Man City player, and neither of you would know uh, So I've gone John Barnes Dan?
2: Yeah, I mean, the only thing I know about John Barnes Is when he was quite old and overweight He played for Charlton number 37 <laughs> yeah so i've been mean, i've seen the video i mean the goal in brazil i think is the goal that everyone talks about but uh, but as a player for england i can't really comment apart from world emotion
0: another good thing is <laughs> uh, is watch the england argentina world cup quarter final of 1986 mexico uh linica scores from a barnes cross that is just perfect there was another cross in the dying moments from john barnes that linica missed Uh, but it just demonstrates how good Barnes was what do you think about John Barnes
1: yeah can't argue with it I I grew up in the early 90s watching football and he was obviously in his pump and then slightly coming towards the end of his career with Liverpool and then on to Charlton Um, yeah you can't argue with his selection for during the day but he's another one that doesn't make my side
0: now my midfield I'm going to name them both now because this is really tough really really tough because I've watched some, some midfielders. I have watched some midfielders in my time play for England. But I have gone for two midfielders. So two century midfielders. Brian Robson.
1: Yeah, can't argue with that. Man, man's a legend.
0: Because it, box this is in his pomp. Brian Robson at his very best when he was box to box. Scored the quickest goal in the World Cup against France in 1982. Uh, even with a perm. Yes, can't argue that. You've never seen Brian Robson play, have you?
2: No, I was born in nineteen ninety-six. I think I've seen one member of your team play. You've
1: probably seen him manage, a more, but more <laughs> than
0: Yeah, you've seen yeah. Him play. Well, I say manage. You say manage. He wasn't that good. And alongside him, in his pomp, <laughs> before we get injured, Gaza, pound for pound, the best England player I know. Yeah, fifty-seven caps. You, you think? Put it. him twice. And oh, that's as a sub bench. Yeah,
2: you can't put Gazza on the bench, and stuff. Yeah, I'm not putting him on the bench. That that was a mistake. <laughs> but Gaza, no, what do But you everyone knows about Gazza, don't they? Their qualities. Yeah. Euro ninety-six. The Scotland goal, and uh, Magic against Holland as well. So I think no one could complain about Gaz. It's just a shame how his career I'm, I'm
0: picking players at their peak, when they were at their peak. And Gazza, Well, I mean, he never really missed his peak because of the injury. But at 1990, he was sensational.
1: Yeah, I, I can't disagree. Even in the latter stages of his career at Rangers, where, where he had that renaissance after coming back from Lazio, he was amazing. And shock, surprise, he makes my team as well. I was looking at Lampard and Gerrard, Lampard because uh, he scored
0: nearly thirty goals for England in midfield. But I, I, and, and looking up front, Owen eighty nine goals, forty games close. I didn't even consider Rooney because I, for me, Rooney never achieved the potential that he had.
1: Oh, I am going to disagree with you. Sorry, um, I, I think Wayne was maybe just a tight, little bit overhyped because he was so young. I think he's gone on to have a stellar career. I don't think anyone can argue with Wayne Rooney's career. I just think because he was so young and um, because the tendency with the British press back in them days was the minute you get a new super kid, oh yeah, he's going to be the next Pele and the next Maradona. I don't think he was ever going to be that, but he's top scorer for England, top scorer for Man United, he's won everything. You can't argue with Wayne Rooney, but it's your team.
2: Yeah, I think I agree with Ryan. Um, Michael Owen's obviously got qualities that you can't Debate even as a young kid Argentina 98 comes to mind And then even when I started watching football The World Cup in South Korea in 2002 The World Cup in 06 But doesn't make mine either
0: Okay he's just not making mine He's not making mine That's what I'm saying Owen oh, Owen, doesn't make Owen it. nor Rooney Rooney didn't even get considered Owen's on the bench I've gone for two players up front The, the, the difficulty for me was I saw Lineker play with Beardsley And that combination was amazing Beardsley Peter Beardsley that combination was just amazing so I, but I couldn't pick Beardsley
1: how would you compare them to Sheringham and Shearer then
0: better ooh better cold. can't comment on that one either better much better I, honestly better because they did it at a World Cup two World Cups they did it at two World Cups I just think that was a better combination Shearer and and, and Sheringham was a great combination but I just don't but so I've gone for Gary Lineker as my main striker. 48 goals for England in uh, 80 games. Alongside him, but slightly back from him, Bobby Charlton.
1: Yep, can't argue with Bobby Charlton, the manager. the legend. 106 caps,
0: record goal scorer, well, was the record goal scorer until Ro- Rain Rooney. Bobby Charlton, one of the, just the most impressive left foot I've ever seen in my life.
1: And one of the most impressive human beings. I have actually, little known fact, I actually won a competition to, it was a Bobby Charlton soccer sports day and I won a competition when I was in primary school and I actually got one coaching session with Bobby Charlton it's my claim to fame the man is amazing (laughs) I was still rubbish yeah Bobby Charlton was amazing he must have been about 50 60 by then when when it was happening and he, he didn't have any hair then either but yeah that's my claim to fame I have actually received a pass from from the great man
0: I was coached by Colin Powell and Ray Tunbridge
1: no idea who they I've are. Got a connection Colin, Colin Powell, but you've
0: got a connection with Colin
2: Powell. So Bobby Charlton. Yeah, I think Bobby Charlton. Even he's such a huge name for England and Man United that even gener- my generation and possibly even generation that's coming that will watch football now will know who Bobby Charlton is. Just from you know his history of England winning the World Cup, his performances for England, and then. As Ryan said, he's a Man United cult hero. Maybe, maybe the cult hero. He's an
1: icon. There's no cult hero. when I was
2: cult. when I was a kid, uh, and
0: I'm going back to the seventies now, a long time ago, but I, we went out to, to I went out to Malta, my first ever foreign holiday with me mum and the um and, and the wanker, and sorry, my stepdad. Uh, not all stepdads are wankers though, are they? <laughs> <laughs> Careful and you can answer this. I've got a right hand, right <laughs> name. Yeah, no, no. Um, so I went out. I went out. To, I went out to Malta, and I was kicking the. On uh, the last day, I went, we had to. Our flight was in late at night, so we had to spend the day at this sports club in the middle of Malta, and we. I was playing football with these Maltese kids, and they worked out I was English, and all they kept calling me was Bobby Charlton. These kids in Malta, and they were like five, six, seven, eight, nine-year-olds, and they, they just they knew who Bobby Charlton was. Mm. And everywhere you go in the world, even now, everywhere you
2: go in the world, Bobby Charlton, he was... Uh, he totally he kept... you, He's almost the romantic look on football, isn't he, worldwide? He's one of the players that when you say football and romance, like a lot of people will say Bobby Charlton with, yeah. with I, the names that throw around.
1: I think, obviously, it also ties in with what happened to the Busby Babes yes, uh, as it's well, because it, it's just one of the saddest stories... Connected to football, in my opinion, and it's if that just,
0: hadn't happened, I would be putting Duncan Edwards in yeah here, I, I suspect I, I I've surprise. never seen I any, any footage of him playing, but from what people like Bobby Charlton say, Harry Gregg, and, and other people who aren't Man United players but played with Duncan Edwards at England level, they just said he was going to be the world's best player. He and, had the physique, and, the ability, everything.
1: And unless I'm not mistaken as well, he Bobby Charlton was also known as the gentleman's footballer, he never got booked. Uh, never got sent off as Neither far did as I'm Neither did Gary Lineker. Neither uh, did Lineker. Yeah, but he didn't do much apart from get uh, come out of the six-yard box. No, so he didn't. Uh, let's <laughs> be honest. He um, actually, he was going to get booked in a league game
0: and he chased the referee. Uh, and he said, oh, I've never been booked in Please don't book me up. It's towards the end of his career, when he was at Tottenham. he ran around after a ref, please don't
1: book me. He but was
0: having a bad day.
1: But, I mean, people romanticise about Maradona and Pele. And for me, I think I Bobby Charlton's out. right up there with them. He's an yeah. icon of and football, wherever you are, I in the will
0: world. say right here and now: I do, I will never ever romanticise Maradona because I think he was a busted flush. No, 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 no. no the handball, fair enough. Yeah, but that's that's football. It's first just of salty. He was. He was. No, <laughs> 1994.
1: He was a drugs cheat. Time of saltiness. <laughs> no, <laughs> no he,
0: he got kicked out of 1994 because he was, you know, he was on the old.
1: He was yeah, but he was
0: gone by then when he anger, one's far uh,
2: and also I don't remember what what you might have to edit this out. Um, but in I think it was twenty eighteen the World Cup, you see that he was doing some certain substance <laughs> <laughs> He was doing some certain substances. Crazy Diego He was caught doing certain substances yeah. on, on the uh, on the bench, I think it well, was.
0: Which is better than Jack and Low who was caught scratching his ass <laughs> and sniffing his finger. That was even <laughs> much better. But um <laughs> Pele, Bobby Charlton's up there with Pele. Bobby Cho- and so is Bobby Moore as well, to be fair. And Beckenbauer, players like that, at a certain level. And Cruyff. Muller. Uh, good Muller, You died recently. yeah. Uh, that's my England team, anyway. With manager. Oh, here we go, manager. Oh, manager. Bobby Robson. I loved Bobby Robson, and he got slaughtered as England manager. What?
2: I was thinking about my managerial choices. You think about your managerial choices. I've got a
0: choice.
1: Should I go next, then, <laughs> to save you some
0: time? You, you do know that Alex Ferguson got offered the England job twice. Yes, and he turned seen,
1: it down. Have you seen? That Did bit? you also know that you were talking about Peter Beardsley earlier, that he signed for Man United but never played he a game. Went to Vancouver Whitecaps. And, and then left. He yeah. Went, yeah. He went to Vancouver Whitecaps. So, yeah, Pe- Canada. People rave yeah. about Peter Beardsley, but it was actually a Man yeah. United player. For David Platt was as well.
0: David Platt yeah. started a yeah. Man United, got released. Anyway. And Robbie Savage. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and David Patricci.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll go through my... 11 then Go on then um, While Dan's trying to figure out I've done his it manager. I didn't have you got a manager um, Didn't have options I'll start off with the manager For me uh, I was a teenager at Euro 96 When football came home We hit the semi-finals So for me Terry Venables Is my manager To start off with a good manager. uh he was a very good manager obviously it ended a little bit acrimoniously shall we say
0: well because he um, wasn't a yes man and he wasn't the FA's exactly clean and so we lost the best um, manager we'd had and we got Glenn Hoddle I so. think
1: that's another reason why we've never had Harry Redknapp as the England manager as well I uh, think that's he's, not a loss to me he's a bit but anyway so yes Terry Venables is my manager John okay. horror your goalkeeper um, what do you think of his
0: manager Dan first of all I, I mean, I was born. You was born, yeah. You um, were born and in I, but so. my
2: memory of Terry Venables is, I think he was at Leeds, right? Yeah, yes. Uh, that's about my, that's about it. He, he also <laughs> went, into, he
0: went, he went to Middlesbrough as uh, as as Brian Robson's assistant when it was all going Pete tong. Yes. So. I don't remember Brian
2: Robson. I remember Steve McLaren at Middlesbrough. Steve. Steve. <laughs> you've, not considered, you've not considered Steve McLaren the one with the body? <laughs> Absolutely not. Best England manager of all time statistically, Sam Allardyce. Yes. One
1: game, one, one win. One, one, <laughs> one. I think he's up there with Howard Wilkinson. And I think he? you'll find that Southgate's got he's getting getting get a list of. <laughs> we'll we'll he'll get back. We'll get back to, we'll get get back to, Southgate. to Southgate. Southgate a bit later. Uh, right back, as I've already said, Gary Neville consistency, performance, stamina. He wasn't the most talented football player in the world, but um, some people argue that Philip Neville was more talented. I respectfully <laughs> disagree. Uh Phil Neville. Yeah. <laughs> Who argues that A lot of people have said that Can you get them on the blower? I yeah. don't have a fucking A lot of it. people have said that when Gary was signed because they wanted Phil and Gary ended up coming through and being the better player after all. Um but yeah, so Gary Neville I I think we've already discussed he's he make sure side. Uh, Dan's already agreed with that one. Uh, left back. And sorry, I'll tell go. you
0: why well, I've got oh, cuz I've got Neville Neville and Beckham and what they did together People
1: as a, as a combination yes. on that right—I don't right. think it was quite as effective for England as it no. was for Man United. But, but yeah,
0: but anyway. I
2: think that's more. When you hear about stories of England back in those days, it seemed very much club divided. When you talk to like—I don't know if you've seen a recent interview yeah, yeah, with yeah, David yeah. James—and he says yeah. that the Man United players hung out together, the Chelsea, um, so they, the squad never jailed enough to get those
1: where
0: relationships. Where you look at the squad now, and they—they they seem to be a team yeah, rather precisely. than a
1: squad or a group of players. For my era, which is what I'm nearly for now, you going now. left back next? Uh, yeah, I'm going left back. There was two major ones really for my era to consider, which was Stuart Pearce and Ashley Cole. Uh, Ashley Cole, uh, a lot of people like, and a lot of people think he's probably England's best left back. No Chris Powell? No, I'm afraid not. <laughs> that's another confetti cap (laughs) fucking scandalous that is (laughs) Uh, I did consider Ashley Cole and a lot of people like Ashley Cole but I've gone for Stuart Pearce Uh, I think the man's a legend Uh, his attitude on the pitch his work rate and he was actually a really good defender and he had a hell of a shot on him and all yeah, Hell he, of
0: a shot! On and you. when he tackled you, you stayed tackled. You, you stayed tackled. Yeah, he was proper. Abreast. We
1: need players like Stuart Pearce today. They, they, they used, there was a photograph. You get sent we, off every week. Charlton
0: <laughs> played. Charlton played West Ham uh, uh, in about uh, when Charlton were in the Premier League, and Pearce was at the back, and he tackled Jonathan Johansson, uh, who was playing out in the wing, uh, who made the stupid mistake of going past Stuart Pearce on one occasion. And the next thing you know, uh, Johansson is uh, on the floor. And then there's a photograph of when he's put you know, Johansson on the floor, of Stuart Pearce standing over. You know the Spain, the Spain penalty picture when he's he's screaming at Johansson on the floor like that. It's just you don't want to be. You you don't want to be up against. The only time I've seen anyone take anyone out like that was him, Dan. He actually took out Paul Elliott's son.
2: I don't, <laughs> no, 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 you did. Just, do. just took just him for, out. Just for no, no, you took him out. No, I think I need to defend myself. My manager told me that their playmaker was running the game, <laughs> and I needed to take and t- 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 take him out of the game. He meant mark. He didn't tell me mark him, he so said, I took him, him out. out. <laughs> genuinely
0: did. It, it, was, it was one of the worst tackles I've seen in history. I had Paul Elliott stood next to me and he went, oh, because it was his son. And I went, oh, you know. And I denied any knowledge that he was anything to do with me. He's I said of a tackle, aren't it?" <laughs> so, so Stuart Pearce, yeah, go on, S- centre-backs. Centre-backs, this was I'm, really
1: I'm, tough. I'm, well, hang on, I'll make it. Rio carry on (laughs) what's wrong with Rio Uh, centre half is really tough because I've seen some really good ones Tony Adams in his prime Sol Campbell in his prime Rio Ferdinand John Terry it was really really tough Uh, number one I've gone for Tony Adams I think he was was a natural leader he was actually a very gifted football player as well a lot of people uh, underrate with how good he was with the ball yeah um, and the other one, Pete called it as, as a whisper, but it's going to be Rio Ferdinand for Too right. me. He was the Rolls Royce of defenders that, I think it separates the from, from the other ones. He's passing, his yeah. reading of the game. When you just as saw him price. run on the pitch, especially when he was younger, it was just like he'd floated across the surface and got to defenders really easily.
2: Every defender now that you watch, Harry Maguire said it, John Stones has said it, There's a lot of, even um, foreign defenders have said that they watched Rio Ferdinand because of his ability to come out with the ball in a place where, in a time when defenders were, I'll I'll smash you and get the ball, where Rio Ferdinand
0: brought the ball out. The first time I ever saw Harry Maguire play, unfortunately, was an FA Cup quarter-final for Sheffield United. No, but... But he would he would come through. He would pick the ball up in his own half. And he would literally... He still does it for Thanks England. To the memories, huh? uh, and he would come... He would just wander through the Charlton midfield. I mean, everyone wandered through the Charlton midfield on that day. Possibly the worst day of my life. No, seriously. Footballing-wise, yeah, it was pretty was painful. It was really painful. Get all excited because we're going to Wembley.
2: And then, the, but the, the, the they never The game, up. on a separate note, was... We were a championship side. They were in the league below us. And I know it sounds silly, but there was two championship sides in the semis wouldn't they it was Hull yeah. and Wigan so yeah. there was a genuine chance that Charlton could have been in the FA Cup final. I mean, we yeah. would have been battered well, by Arsenal in the final we, have
0: got, no, we, uh, we would have had Hull at Wembley yeah.
2: in the semis and then we would have had Arsenal in the playoffs and and so McGuire. for us
0: as fans we're sitting here watching this game thinking going to this game at Sheffield United thinking it's quarter final we could win this and uh, I'm going to be commentating at Wembley. What a dream that is. He's going to watch his team play at Wembley. I did anyway a few years ago. Uh, yeah, we did. But Henry <laughs> Maguire stood out in that game. because he and, and I remember talking to Terry, my co-commentator, and saying, he reminds me of Ferdinand, the way he brings the ball out. Because Ferdinand was the first player that I saw bring the
2: ball out like that. Having said that, our strikers on the day, I could mark. Because it was Marcus Tudgay and Marvin Sordell. Yeah. So... <laughs> And <laughs> and the
0: the players pretty much went into the game knowing the manager was going to get sacked the following day. Not
2: ideal. <laughs> oh
1: dear. Anyway, midfield was oh yeah back to yeah back to England. <laughs> yeah, back to England. Uh, midfield was even tougher. Some of the players. It is hard, isn't it? Some of the players we've had. You, you look at the the recent generations of the, the the Lampard. If you haven't
0: got Carlton Palmer in here, we're going to have a
1: chat. The, the Lampard oh, and the the Gerard <laughs> <laughs> debate. Paul Scholes. You've got Brian Robson You've got Paul Gascoigne uh, I'd, I'd give a shout to Paul Lince as well I, I think he did quite well For, for England uh, And that's not even me being salty Because he left Man United well, and ended I up mean, in Liverpool at
0: Euro 96 he was absolutely um, crucial to that midfield But i
1: Pete's gone four 2 I'm going to go slightly different I'm going four three one two. 3 So my first choice in midfield Is I've gone with someone that Pete's also gone with uh, Which is Brian Robson The man's an icon. He's a Man United legend. Leader. It's gone over Dan's head, so we won't talk about that one. We'll get into Um, some YouTube
0: clips in a while.
1: The next one Dan will be able to talk about uh, is Paul Skulls.
2: Yeah, I mean, Paul Skulls isn't in mine, but I mean, what a player. Um, Because the thing for me, and I'll say it early on, I watch Paul Skulls play left wing, not not necessarily centre midfield. So I saw him as a passing left winger and not the midfielder that... I think he was when I was younger, but obviously was too young to remember. I think what, what you need to do
0: is you need to g- just Google quotes by players who were around in those well, days. I remember... Like Zinedine Zidane, he said I mean, the best player in the world, he said the most underrated player is Paul Scholes, I, the most criminally
2: underused player. I remember, just because this was an England eleven. I remember watching Paul Scholes at the Valley with you, as yeah. quite a young man, and obviously he was fantastic, Of am aware that even when he came back from retirement at, what, 37? He's still one of the best players on the pitch. So obviously, I'm very aware of his talent. It's just when I watched him for England, he mainly played left wing. He couldn't tackle. Well, he could tackle. He just didn't like
0: to. But when he did, oh well, no, he could tackle. He could or tackle, he but he couldn't. Well <laughs> times. No, no, no. He could tackle, but he was just at times he was a dirty little bastard at times.
1: But that's what made him half the player that he was. Yeah. Right. Next. Um, the third one, a little bit lopsided, but David Beckham. We I got, think yeah, for yeah, me, yeah. Uh, his work rate. I, th- I think David Beckham's actually massively underrated by a lot of people. They talk about his delivery, his. Excuse me, sorry. They talk about his fame uh, and and the ladies and the lifestyle and everything, but I I think he was a massively underrated player. His delivery was fantastic. His technique was great. He had a great engine, excellent work rate, excellent attitude. So he makes the squad for me.
0: I don't think he was as good as people say he was. I I I said this like the other week, and we had a bit of an argument then. Oh, Dan's left the room. He's he's (laughs) not having that one. I just thought I just thought he was he could you know yeah. Uh, But that's my opinion. Don't worry.
2: I think you're wrong. Well, that's fine. That's fine. I just just
0: think he was a a tad overrated.
2: But I had him in my side because he is the best. The thing with him, I think, and I get that a lot of people think a lot of people do actually think he's overrated. But I think a lot of people get as Ryan said they they get too wound up in his social life, his love life, his business life, and that almost takes a, a step above his playing career. Watch his playing career. I know he was a set piece merchant. But I think there was a lot of More, times earlier on in his career, especially I'd say when I watched him, like when again when I got to Charlton, I was quite young, but 2002-ish, he was the one who stood out on the pitch.
1: Yeah. Right. Okay. The the man in the hole, the number ten, steady. Be, yeah. Behind the two strikers is Paul Gascoigne. Uh, he was, was put He was amazing. He was. You're just going to give him the freedom of the pitch. Unbelievable. Bro. That's what <laughs>
0: you've
1: got to do. <laughs> the, it, the guy was a maverick. I mean. The, the thing that always summed up Gascoigne for me, and this was later in stage of his career, was his goal against Scotland, um, where he just knocked the ball very casually over Colin Hendry's head, brought it down on the half volley, smashed it in and the it, back of the it's net. It's not
2: even like Colin
0: Hendry was a bad player, was it? No, he wasn't.
1: He, he was didn't a very he, good centre. That
0: was an instinctive thing. That wasn't. That's, but that's, that's Gascoigne yeah, rolled yeah, up into yeah, one. Yeah, 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 I totally agree. Uh, I could tell you a story about Gascoigne, because when I used to work at Charlton when Dan was quite young, in the premier league days i used to help i used to have when i was a steward and one of the jobs i had to do was be in the tunnel and come out with the teams i did that for a while and one of the games was middlesbrough against charlton right and uh, there's a little mascot at the front and he's quite happy and he's sitting there uh, and he's ready to, we're all t- everyone's lined up the teams are lined up and andy townsend's missing the captain is missing uh, but, so just waiting for andy townsend before the refs gets everyone out on the pitch and there's this little mascot standing he's got a big smile on his face, the Middlesbrough mascot. And, uh, and Townsend's come up and he's got his voice go, where's me fucking shirt? Who's had me shirt? I can't find my shirt. Andy Townsend couldn't find his match shirt. I'll tell you where it was. The mascot was wearing it. Gazza <laughs> Gaza had given it to the mascot and taken him round the whole dressing room and got all the Middlesbrough players to sign it, including Andy Townsend, and given it to the mascot. So Townsend's looking for his shirt and the mascot's wearing it. And another thing that happened is as we were lined up, I felt my arse get pinched. It was Gazza as he walked past, mm-hmm. uh, but he was a player now.
1: His technique is another one that just glided across the pitch. Like there was just at his peak, he could just float. I mean, I think
0: um, when Glenn Hoddle didn't take him to the World Cup in '98 was uh, a travesty.
1: I think it says everything. If Sir Alex Ferguson says he's one of the players I regret not getting, he tried. He tried there, multiple no, times. I think it? That, says, that says he, no, he you tried. Need to know.
0: He tried to get him before we went to Tottenham. If I think if Ferguson had got his hands on him before he went to, when uh, when he was at Newcastle instead of Tottenham, uh, Ferguson would have controlled. I think him. there's only two he players. Would have, he would have caused the problems and eventually Ferguson would have had enough of him but for, but I think that I'm he'd not have got, sure I, I think he'd have got the best out of Gaza. I, I don't I think he'd have handled Gaza properly whereas with Ferguson handled for, uh, Cantona yeah uh, where he and, and and loads of players say yeah you've got to make allowances for a genius and, and yes. I think Ferguson would have done that I don't Gaza. think he
1: would have got a board with him like you said the way he handled Cantona and Cantona was notorious for breaking a rules legend
0: it well I mean it's a legend it it the, uh, even Sela's simple park. little he things break, there's, there's, work at park that night. there's a lot of
1: stories from like the Man United players of that time where they were like Cantona just broke every single rule and got away with it yeah. even silly little things like they'd go out for a team dinner and they'd all have to wear suits and Cantona would the walk t-shirt. in in a suit <laughs> and a t-shirt and trainers and Alex Ferguson would be like you haven't worn a suit you haven't worn a suit you're in trouble you're fine and then Cantona yeah, walks in and he's like oh now lads that style you know what I mean <laughs> it
0: would be interesting to speak to Gascoigne and find out what he thinks where he should have gone when he left Newcastle I agree. He, I would think he, sh- he he will probably say in reality that he should have gone to Man United
1: I think the only yeah.
2: I think for me as you rightly said you know a player when Ferguson has said I should have signed him and I think I've only ever heard him say too that was Gascoigne and in yeah, in an interview with Gary Neville recently he said he really should have signed Shearer when he tried he tried but he, he, he
0: also regretted getting rid of Stam. He got rid of him far too quick, he says, as well. Yeah, but that
1: was just because he wrote something naughty in a book. Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> uh, up front. Oh, yeah. Um, his name's already been mentioned for the first choice. Uh, is Wayne Rooney. He's England's top goal scorer currently, although I think Harry Kane's going to have that. I think he's one of the most capped England players as well, isn't he? If not the most most capped. I think he's 125. His record for Man United is frightening when you consider that he's not actually an out and out goal scorer. I've I've got a problem with him. Not with his records and his ability,
0: but I don't think he made enough of his ability. I don't think he worked at his game enough. Because you hear tales that Cristiano Ronaldo has improved and became the player he did. Because of the amount of work he put on the training ground. When training
1: finished, Cristiano Ronaldo would stay out there. uh, And Rooney wouldn't. I actually don't think that was his problem. I I think his biggest problem was actually his selflessness. Because when he played for Man United, he had a couple of seasons where he played up front as the main man. And he walloped goals in, left, right and centre. But he was also the first person to sacrifice himself for the team for tactics, for formations. And he ended up moving around the pitch, going backwards and backwards and backwards. But it still doesn't stop him from setting the records that he set.
2: Yeah, I think also you need to remember that Rooney was at United 11 years. I'd say at least five of them he played in a midfield or a more deeper role than a striker. So to score the goals and the assists and the overall contribution he made he's not just a striker he spent a year in midfield like just as a midfielder yeah.
1: and I mean the, the, the biggest example I can give is the year that we played one of the years we played Barcelona in the European Cup they had like a 36 year old at left back or something and Alex Ferguson cocked up his tactics royally put Wayne Rooney out on the left wing and put Ronaldo you know, out front
0: he still still that's the when you got mullered at Wembley wasn't yes. it he still talks about that and says yeah, he, he does got his tactics wrong That completely now. wrong he didn't by his admission he wanted to change in the first half he wanted to bring Park on yeah. to keep Messi quiet and he didn't do it and it cost yeah. Man United the game and Ferdinand agrees that so if he brought him on we, we would have won that game so,
1: uh, Dan's like scribbling that. away, Dan's away scribbling furiously away. for a later episode <laughs> um, and joining Wayne Rooney up front to complete my side is shock horror no surprise it's Alan Shearer uh, I know he had a very slow start to his England career. He went a long time without scoring goals. About 18 but months. in my defence, I was 14 years old, 15 years old at Euro 96. And he came alive and walloped everything that was in front of him. And after that, he just went on a run. I do want to give an honourable mention, though, to Teddy Sheringham, who, had I listed a bench, I would have named him on a bench, I think. I don't think I've seen another player like Teddy Sheringham uh, and, until Harry Kane come along because he kind of reminds me of Sheringham a lot. Um, I think, but um, yeah, Shearer gets the final spot for me.
0: That Shearer spell where, where he, he got picked by Graham Taylor and I think initially and he got a couple of goals early on in his career and then Terry Venables pretty much said, right, you're going to be my striker for Euro 96 and he didn't score a goal for 18 months. Did not score a goal, and and the press were going. You've got to do something about Shearer. You've got and Terry Venables spent the whole time saying he's going to be he's going to be our top scorer. He's going to score goals, and the press were not having it. And well, they soon shut up after the Euro '96. But yeah,
1: yeah. So that, that that's my eleven. I haven't done sub benches because I, I could be there forever. No Michael Owen at all. No, for, for me. I mean, he started on fire, but. You know, once his hamstrings went, that was it. The elastic bands um, for hamstrings, yeah. He, he's, he's be- he was better off at his horses. I mean, he, he, to be fair, you can't knock the man being a businessman. He managed to screw money out of Newcastle and Man United for years. So, <laughs> there you go. That, <laughs> he scored
0: 40 goals in 89 games, I'll have you know.
1: Yeah, I'm, I, I'm no for doubt he, he did a fantastic job for England. But um, so how many of those? how many of those came after he was about 24? Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, but we're picking. He, he had he had about a four or five year career, whereas like the others, like Wayne Rooney, went on for about twelve years. He's
2: got a hamstring like a chocolate teapot, doesn't he? Danny yeah. hangs hamstrings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, who's your manager,
0: Christ? Have we, is that he your team? That's my team. <laughs> That's
2: yeah. your team. Uh, Terry On to the young uns now. Right, so uh, I'll start off my manager because I don't have many options. My my managerial tenure was Sven. Yeah. McLaren. I know where he's going. Um, Roy Hodgson. Oh, this is going to go down like a pork chop. And uh, technically, Sam Allardyce and Gareth Southgate. What? Where are you going? So it's, it's Gareth Southgate, isn't it, really? Oh, my <laughs> God!
1: Ryan, you want to comment on his range Um I can't argue with him. To be fair, I, mean, I, I we'll, we'll get into the England stuff later and Gareth Southgate later, but you really can't knock his record, so I understand why Dan's picked him. The thing is, when... I was young, not Capello. and
2: we'll get to our, oh, one capella, I forgot about it, but no, um, and I, when I get into my team, you'll see a theme, but, not Roy Hodgson, not Roy Hodgson, okay. he's a palace as well, it doesn't help, um, he when was. you look at like my team, I said I'll get to it in a minute, but when I grew up, we were. I was being told that this was the golden generation, and Too that far, generation yeah, 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 yeah. did diddly-squit, <laughs> and then, you can swear, I got through, the 2010s, well, we weren't supposed to do much, and we didn't. And then all of a sudden, going into the, the the World Cup in Russia, it was, this is a young team, we'll see what they do. And, OK, the the, the run through to the semi-finals was easy, with quotations. But um, it was the first time in my lifetime, and I think I've said it on a previous podcast, it was the first time that I felt the country get behind England. And I felt that Gareth Southgate yeah. was the kind of the reason for that.
1: No, I'll tell you what the reason was for that. It wasn't Gareth Southgate. It was because the games were being held in this country. No, the, no, 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 that's, no,
2: that's
0: that's no, no. Sure oh, world. Sorry, sorry. I'm talking. to No, I'm totally agreement. I, I'm totally because he, what Southgate managed to do in the time that he took over the job from uh, Allardyce, Allardyce, <laughs> Allardyce, <laughs> Allardyce. <laughs> what he did was he managed to create Club England. Uh, he created a squad. And he made it clear, we're a team. And he, he, he then also tried to sort out the divide that was there between the newspapers, the press and the players, and the players and the fans. And he would he made sure he had people around him that would make sure that the, the press got access to the players, I mean, at that World Cup, they were playing darts against the press. Uh, the players were being photographed in a
2: swimming pool with unicorns, and, and they're doing lots of stuff, there was loads of stuff. They, for the first time in, in they my interacted. lifetime. interacted. For the first time in my lifetime, I think, they were made to come across like humans.
1: Yeah. I think the other thing is is I think we we've seen a oh I can't believe I'm gonna say this actually. But I think we've got to give the press a little bit of credit as well because in recent years, they've stopped actually attacking the players. Oh, no, they will. Unless you're Raheem um, Sterling. No, not... <laughs> if you, I mean, just look at what the press did with David Beckham after he got sent off in 98. Oh, yeah. And you compare it to the way the press are now... Well, the way they were with is the three lads... Very different.
2: It was amazing. But uh, I, I, I also feel it's also a, a, a generational change with, with the fans. I think... Um, the fans now, and just in society in general, as me and Ryan have discussed, but we won't go into politics. I think the, it's, uh, the backlash is a lot bigger with everything now. So when something comes up and someone's being attacked, the, people come together to an, to anti it, if yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, Social, yeah. Media. Social, Social media. Social media, yeah.
0: yeah. If, you, if you, I mean, you're both too young to remember uh, 1994 World Cup qualifying, John Barnes. Uh, got crucified by the press on several occasions. Oh
1: yeah. I remember and that. and it
0: was horrible. It was horrible. And there was a, a, a there was a, an angle of it to me that you look back and you
2: think that yeah, that's, racist, that's racism. Now? That's not an outrage. But, out racism. but they, they they still did that for a long time now. The the way oh, they treat, the way they right. treated Raheem Sterling yeah. a few Until years ago. Yeah. The yeah. stupid and stuff Marcus
1: like Rashford, Raheem Sterling oh, bought yeah, his yeah, mum but to be honest, it's still going on I don't know if you guys it have is, seen yeah. it. there's a story in the mail right now where Rashford's just been criticised for investing in properties, uh, he's bought like three houses for about two million quid. Oh, they had to go at Robbie Fowler in his career because he and, bought up bar for Liverpool. Yeah, and they are now they are now trying to frame Marcus Rashford a little bit differently. That won't work because here's the this won't, multi-millionaire yeah, spending all this money when he's complaining about the government not things, giving money. Two really things. Kids.
0: Two things. The public won't let them get away. Won't won't listen to that. And secondly, it's the Daily Mail and they're <laughs> a racist, bunch the, of scumbags but Anyway, do you remember?
2: I think it was. Just before the World Cup in Russia, from correct, Sterling bought his mum a house. Yeah, I'm and people were that. attacking Sterling. Buys mum mansion. Who cares? He's looking after
0: his mum. I don't yeah. care what he does. Yeah. But, but anyway, not, I don't think there's a footballer alive that hasn't bought their parents a house. No.
1: So,
2: so, so, so all right, yeah, yeah, we'll get on, on with my team. Um, so keeper. the keeper, I had again choices of a Scott bit. Scott Carson, yeah. No, not no, Scott okay. Carson. So uh, Joe Hart. No, not did Joe you Hart. You a keeper. Yeah, you did. I don't think you named the
1: keeper.
2: Who was your keeper?
1: Did I? Sorry, Dan. If oh, I didn't name a goalkeeper, it's going to have to be David Seaman because he was the most consistent goalkeeper I've, I've, I've seen in my England lifetime. Sorry, Dan. Well, back to David Seaman
2: mate. was England keeper for a long time. Loved, Loved him he a lot. Yes.
1: Loved a lot. Yeah,
2: that's my first memory of but David Seaman. couldn't <laughs>
0: kick a ball over Mars. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so, um,
2: so, go back to keepers. Obviously, sure. I when I was young, the keeper was David Seaman. My first memory of one of my early memories of football on the England side of things, was England-Brazil. Actually, England-Denmark in the World Cup in o2 But England-Brazil was the first time I remember David Seaman when, when he got done by Ronaldinho. Yeah. Um, but then, obviously, apart from that, I wouldn't say we've had that many great keepers. Um, <laughs> yeah, pick, Even Pickford now, I'm not a huge fan of. So my keeper's Paul Robinson. Yeah. Um,
1: that's
2: Ooh. not a bad shout
0: <laughs> oh, well, where it, did that one come from I've what?
2: actually forgotten about it that's not a bad shout he, mean, he
0: didn't do anything wrong did the he prob- no.
2: again going back to that squad of 2006 I felt he was the one that was forgotten about and actually he's probably the one that came out of it the best I, <laughs> think, I think
1: he might have lobbed one in every now and again but I think only the odd one he definitely no. wasn't and no he Rob was fantastic Green. for Tottenham he was a great kid, which I know he doesn't he matter but he, no, was, he was great, very great very for Tottenham no he was very good for Leeds and for Tottenham but yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, okay I'll write back
2: so, right back again, we'll make it a clean sleep. It's, uh, Gary, it's Neville. Gary Neville. Yeah. There, it's not, there's not a debate, because after that, as I said, I watched Glenn Johnson, and that was painful, and now I watch Carl Walker, and that's even more painful. So, <laughs> I'll stick with... What about Rhys James? Where are you on Reese James? At the I, like Reece James. He... I like Reese James. I like Reese James. Alexander Arnold? Alexander Arnold. We'll get onto Alexander Arnold later, I'm sure. I like Alexander Arnold, but I don't think he can defend. The good thing about Gary Neville, he's a cracking defender, and... My right-back, if I was England right now, would be wan but we'll get into that later, yeah. I'm sure.
1: Can't disagree with Dan on that one.
2: <laughs> OK. My, my left-back, Ryan mentioned him. Obviously, I was a bit too young for Stuart Pearce, so, I mean, it's Ashley Cole for me. That's and great. he walks into every England team in my generation. Oh, Chris Powell? I love Chris Powell, but he played four caps. Five caps? He nutmeg Guardiola. Um, he did. I, I, I will give an honourable mention <laughs> to Luke Shaw, because in my generation, I know he's not maybe the player Ashley Cole was, but, as, again, going back to Ooh. the me... No, the no, the no, sentimental I mean, value for me of that the run we've just had in the Euros, Luke Shaw was so important to that team. Yeah. Still is going to be in the future. Um, yeah, actually, Luke Shaw has time to be better than Ashley Cole. He does, but right at now, the moment, yeah. he's not.
1: That's that's an interesting Luke, for the
2: Luke, future, But I yeah, I think Luke Shaw deserves a mention because the goal in the Euros, I love the, the Euros, the way he played for that whole tournament. That he was the right choice at left back and, and he way, would always hold my um, my heart because of the goal and I know and we didn't win it he came back from the memory. way Jose Mourinho slaughtered him yeah which we've spoken about before, which we've spoken about
1: off, Stan. come on I'm dying to hear this one this good
2: <laughs> it's I mean for my generation it's, I don't think it's difficult it's Rio and John Terry yeah
1: um,
2: because yeah, yeah, yeah no that's fair from your generation <throat> So Campbell you're not tempted with Harry Maguire I was he, he's Strides. down on my, my not John Stone <laughs> Harry Maguire is on my honourable mention because again the World Cup in 2018, he was sensational, um, and then he was great at Euros where he wasn't fit when we started. and, so. and
0: he had a bad season previously because yeah. he came out well, of that field summer problems and he as had well. set, But so last season was all about him getting his confidence, and then and then in the Euros, uh, Harry Maguire was back to his best. And obviously
2: Terry right? and Ferdinand, even I know the options weren't great, but were still England centre backs at 32, 33. Uh, so Campbell was a good centre-back Couldn't break the team ahead of them So with John Terry you're not picking Wayne Bridges Left back No <laughs> Do you know what? I did consider Gary Cahill But Really? I considered what? Gary Cahill How? But I didn't put He didn't get oh, in Oh no
0: he's got a smaller pool To pick I've from, got a much so smaller pool to, if you, Who
2: else could I, Not Who else yeah Because after a, camp For me after Campbell and, and Harry Maguire There's a massive drop To the next In my generations yeah. there's a, Who else is there? Phil Jones and Chris Smalling No thank you uh, Gary Cahill is a no for me. No, I wouldn't yeah, either. I'm, which is why not he's not even, made the squad. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Um, and then obviously that's that's the defense. Then the midfield. I've gone for a, a flat four four two. 2 So then. the midfield is if you saw the two thousand six World Cup, Joe Cole on, on the left, left wing because yeah, yeah. my left wingers in my generations have been Paul Scholes, who goal was not the left Sweden. winger. The goal against Joe Sweden. Cole, which the goal against Sweden. Aaron Lennon played out there. Stuart Downing, and then now Sterling slash Rashford. Um, <laughs> No, not not a dig at Sterling or Rashford. No, no, That's no, just no. who plays there now. So for me, Joe Cole was the right, best okay. best player there. Beckham on the right. Again, I don't think England's wing in, wingers over the my generation have been super, superb. My generation, really, of English football was two thousand and two onwards.
0: I'll have to say, from my pool of players, nineteen sixty six, we played without wings wingers. We were the wingless wonders, England. But uh, the only other right winger I think that I would consider, and this, neither of you would know you know the name but you won't remember him was Steve Koppel. Who, who was flying a flying It was a Man United player and flying until he I played will, angry and got done and that reached his career.
1: I will chuck in a controversial one oh, here, here we go. from Euro ninety six. Darren Anderton. This was before he got injured. He played patient. on the right side. He did very well for Tottenham and he did very well. At Euro I only 96. ever
0: knew him as
2: the bloke who was injured.
0: Yeah, he was. <laughs> unfortunately, he was injured for the majority of his career
2: except for Euro 96 unfortunately. and World Cup 98. So then my midfield pairing, I think it's Gerard oh, and Lampard. Gerard and Lampard? I don't um, think they can
0: play together. No, but we
2: did. I, I, asked you the, no, but I asked you the question before we started is it a team or an 11? And you said it was an 11. Yeah, it's an 11. So for me, Gerard and Lampard, Skulls was obviously in consideration. But as no, I said, Scholes. I watched Skulls as a left winger.
1: No, I understand yeah, no, so. I, I couldn't pick him yeah. as a central midfielder yeah. because
2: for England, for me, I didn't see him But you've then. gone for Lampard. Gerrard and Joe Lampard. Together. But, but because it wasn't a team, I asked you that
0: question. The thing is, with that, with that, they could both tackle. They could both track back. They could both get forward. And they'd both get your goals. And they, they didn't just score against... They scored
1: when you needed goals. I will say I think they could have played together. I think the manager... The right the, manager. I think the manager wasn't tactically enough aware... As to how to get the balance between the two of them. If if you remember at times in Euro 2004,
2: we were playing Skulls on the left with Gerard Lampard and Hargreaves in DM. Yes. What's going on there? and at a DM, not a problem. I no, know. And but in the formation with
1: skulls as one side, what are you doing? Yeah. And yeah. also, the other thing is, is Steven Gerrard is massively underrated with his tackling ability, because what people don't realise is Gerrard actually started his England career at right back, and yeah. then moved into central midfield. Yeah, and I, that's what I said. I said that he,
2: you know. He played yeah, right from, mid as well, for the, in the 2001. That Lampard and
0: Gerrard, both of them can, they've got everything, they've got the passing range, they've got the tackling, they've got the positional sense, they can get forward, they can get the important goals. Uh, and and you gotta remember Lampard's goal that didn't happen. Quick breaking question.
1: And, go on. As we're discussing these two. Wh- out of the two of them, which one I was the better player? Answer.
0: Gerard. Gerard. I agree. He carried Liverpool when they were crap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it was also <laughs> Lampard <laughs> Lampard think, had great players around him,
2: Gerard at times carried Liverpool, yes, I agree. Gerard
1: was that. far more athletic than Lampard. Right. I
2: love Steve Judd, he's one of my favourite oh, players. Steve he um so Honorable mention again. On. Oh, you said Owen Hargreaves. I loved Owen Hargreaves. Uh, unfortunately, injuries. But slaughtered so him again, going tragedy. back on, it is a reoccurring theme in my team so far. The memories of the last two tournaments. So Declan Rice. I know he's not the player that. He's the, getting there. He's he? not the player that. He will be in about four years, I think. But the way that tournament, the the Euros just gone. Declan Rice got in team of the tournament, and there were people arguing about how. Yeah, He's, especially when you consider did.
1: how impressive Italy's midfield was. Yeah. They could have basically walked away with the midfield of team of the year. Yeah. Right, forwards.
2: I think um, I don't. I didn't really even have to think about the forwards. Wayne Rooney. Yeah. Uh, same reason. I mean, could play up front, could play in midfield, could play on the wing for England. If he, he was, was just a natural to. footballer, wasn't he? Yes, he could play brilliant. anywhere. And every and.
1: Including in goal, I might add. He the the
2: only the goal. only one I'll, was, I was, you know, he probably shouldn't have gone to Euro twenty sixteen uh, when we played Wales. He shouldn't have gone to the World Cup in two thousand. No, but I mean from a from a point he of view, as in it was two It was saying so yeah. Rio missed, didn't he? Yeah, So yeah, two thousand six.
0: He should never have gone for to for twenty sixteen. He Maybe. was picked he to
2: play playing. on. Didn't he play on the wing in twenty sixteen for England because we played Sturridge through the middle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sorry. well, and Welbeck, but we'll get on to Welbeck <laughs> later. Um, and then up front with him, Harry Kane. I can't
0: argue with him I think he's gonna again, break, I think he's gonna break. He's, he's gonna be record. England's
2: all time record scorer. Yeah. That he is the only one of two England players to and score s- to be a leading goal scorer at a, a, a World Cup finals, him yeah, and Lineker. And like golden boot, yeah. Um, and I mean, he's been the leader of the side that I've seen go to a Euro final, World Cup semi-final. And I have a sneaking suspicion he will lift his trophy as England captain. Oh, no, don't say that.
1: (laughs) We'll we'll get on to England, but I don't agree with that one.
2: um, I hope so, but I'm not sure. And my honorary mention as a striker... Go on. Darren Bent, Darren Bent, but <laughs> <laughs> for no reason rather than I love him. <laughs> no, in all, in all seriousness, we, we've commented on um, on Michael Owen, and I agree with what Ryan said. He had a good spell. I remember him he, doing two thousand two really good. Two thousand four Euro, sensational. Then two thousand six at the World Cup was where he fell off a cliff, and Rooney and was really Rooney right, was the star. And then after that, Rooney played up front with Heskey, oh, and 2006, Owen kind of fell off. Two
0: thousand and six was was the stupid mistake that that, that Sven made was taking Theo Walcott when he should have taken Darren Bent. Darren Bent, who was <laughs> the former Jermaine Defoe. <coughs> Jermaine Defoe was there. Jermaine Defoe was in the squad. No, but he, he wasn't. He, he got Well They both should have they been there. Both. He was yeah, included.
2: I yeah, You're
1: right because De Rice for Sale went. Yeah, ben was in.
0: What? had a Rice for Sale ever
2: get in England? But Defoe and how did
1: Francis Jeffers ever get in England? Ah, and the Box Jay
2: Jay Both, right? anyway,
1: Michael Ricketts
2: That's my that's that's my one to eleven. As I said that they've got the honorary mentions of Listen, Bryce Shaw and Maguire. Strikers wise, I mean my only other really options are I think Peter, I wanted to mention Peter Crouch. Yeah. Because he, I know we were playing absolute rubbish teams, but his record for England is and he also, not bad I've got to say
1: he also does a banging podcast. Yeah, and if he well. wants to come on out <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to yeah, have him. Crouch he's past the pod. <laughs>
0: Listen <laughs> That's the end of that one. Uh We've done so much on the England team. We haven't got time for anything else.
2: Uh, Thanks very much for listening. Dan, what's the email address? The email address is footballfunderspod at gmail.com. And they can tweet us. They can tweet us at uh, fballfunders on Twitter. Excellent. And the Facebook page I hand to Ryan because I can never remember.
1: It's the Football Funders podcast page.
0: Uh, Don't forget, we're sponsored by the Proper Blokes Club. Uh, Give them a follow on Facebook and on the interweb.